Sit down, down. Thank you all for coming. Eight years in the making. We'll call this eight years after. How about that? Eight years after. Mike, is Matt Harvey gone to the bathroom yet? <laughs> I want to know one thing. Yes. So do these folks. Where have you been for eight years? <laughs> they all want to know that. <laughs> but I'm back now, baby! <laughs> How are you all doing out there today in Radio Land? Everything okay? Which, you know, did we ever think on a Tuesday on September 5th or 6th in 1989 that, what is it, 11, 26 years later, having been together for eight years, we'll be sitting here playing Radio City Music Hall, I for mean, crying out loud. Think about that, Radio City Music Hall, and hello to everybody up there. Nice to see you, thank you. But on this stage... James Cagney, Frank Sinatra, yeah. Liberace, and Russo. <laughs> 1932, right? 1932? Two more Italians. <laughs> it is great to be here, though. We're going to give you a good sports talk program tonight. We're going to have some fun, a little reminisce. we got some great guests and all you guys who, obviously, a tremendous cause, so we all appreciate that. Okay. You know, listen, where do you for, want to begin? Well, listen, where we begin is, uh, I guess, back at the beginning, because as you saw in the video, did you like the video? Yeah. Video's good. And the video tells the truth, because if you go back and... Mark Mason, who's in the... Where is Mark Mason, as a matter of fact? Sitting. Sit up. Stand up, Mark. Mark the guy Mason, let's go. The Where's Mark? There's Mark right there. Well, it was Mark Mason who came up with this crazy idea. And I remember on a weekend, I was sitting in for Pete. And uh, we love you, too. And uh, I was sitting in for Pete, who had been ill. And Mark Mason said, listen, you wanted to go to Afternoon Drive. I think it can happen. But one thing, you can't go alone. And I said, what do you got in mind? And he told me. And he said, you have the weekend to think about it. And my thoughts weren't great, as a matter of fact. And Dog thought the same thing. Hey, yes, and I did. when they put us together, it didn't work out very well for about three or four weeks. And then we had this contest called Dog Date Afternoon that kind of melded things together. And the show took off from there. And we made it together for 19 years. And the fights, maybe three or four. 
most of which in the last 10 years Rose solved. <laughs> yes, you did. You're, yes. you're getting married solved. Yeah, what that, that, that solved a big one. We would have <laughs> broke up five, 10 years before, as a matter of fact. But through all the thick and thin, we had a lot of fun. We lasted 19 great years together because of really all you. So we thank you for that. And Mike, we should do a second. Mike gave you a good feel. We did a contest in the fall of 89. And in that contest, I was single at the time. I was 30-something years of age, and my lovely wife is here tonight. But I was single at the time, and Mike said, we got to get Doggy a date. <laughs> and you know, me being a sap, who knows? Maybe it would be Meryl Streep who would want to go out with me, for crying out loud. So we did a contest in where women had to write on a postcard. I guess this is going to be a long story. I'll be back, folks. <laughs> Why they wanted to go out with Christopher Russo. Our producer, after all these years... I need to get after, some drink. You know, hundreds of... <laughs> after hundreds and hundreds of them, picked out a card, and, we, and Mike picked the winner. And so on a... Heisman Trophy night, the year Andre Ware won. But lo, lo and behold, I got in the limo. I went to Queens, and Mike set everything up. I picked up my date for the night, and I went to go see cats. What else would a dog see but cats? Cats. That was, I know it sounds wacky, but that was a very, Mike with the Diet Coke's here tonight, fan. <laughs> Say something hey. funny, Mike. <laughs> Some things never change, folks. Uh, <laughs> but, but that, that did, really broke the ice with the two of us. That Don't did kind agree? of start it off, as a matter of fact. And, and like we said, through the thick and thin, through 19 years, through a lot of great New York moments, which we're going to relive tonight with our guests. You know, we got a lot of great athletes in the audience who, if we get to, they won't be happy because, you know, we'll wind up making fun of them if we, we get won't to do them. That but too we got a lot of friends here, a lot of family, a lot of great athletes in, in the audience. But we got a bunch of folks who kind of play into the narrative of our 19 years together. Great moments, great coaches like Tom Coughlin, Joe Torre, Jeff Van Gundy, Bobby Valentine, Mark Messier, as a matter of fact. All winners, all champions, and they'll come back and kind of share some of the times with us. But also, we want to give you what a show would sound like if, if Mike and the Mad Dog were working together in March of 2016. So that's what this will sound like tonight also. All right, let's start there. All right? We have the final four this weekend. We have Villanova and Oklahoma. Villanova and Oklahoma played in the early in the year. And we have North Carolina, of course, in a great matchup against Syracuse. What a job. I didn't think Syracuse should have been in the tournament. Yeah. For loud. Hey, listen, that's college, athlete, that's college athletics in 2016. Four teams and only two of them in jail when they go to the final four. <laughs> But I think we both agree, is it North Carolina's tournament yes, to win? Yes, absolutely it is. I think they're the best team. But how about Syracuse? They've had a great tournament. They oh really have. Oh, my gosh. They, they, really they got the break of all time that Michigan State lost. Oh, a lot of Syracuse fans here, huh? Not really. Yeah, Syracuse. How did, about Villanova? Villanova? Did they get the break of all time, though, with, with Michigan State losing in that first round? Michigan State should be in this tournament. And go. Syracuse would not be here if Michigan State didn't get beat. He's hitting me again. It's like, you just, you know, it's like... So, we agree with North Carolina. We, what do we agree? That they could win a championship. Uh, yes, I think so. Did you pick, who did you pick for the tournament starter? Michigan State. Uh, Michigan State. 
Kiss of death. Okay. I'm the anchor of all Kiss time. of death. Michigan State. But I did pick North Carolina, so I got to stick with you it. You picked yeah. North Carolina? Yes, I did. You yes, never I did. liked Carolina with well, I bad did. I guard thought they play. were the best team. They are, I thought they were the best team. Really? Yeah. All right. Uh, did you, uh, who do you like in the other I side? I have no one else left except North Carolina, but. I had Oklahoma. I, uh, I didn't. I picked, uh, I picked Duke. You picked, really? Yeah, we're last dumb, year I didn't like Duke anybody. Again? And I picked Wichita State. That was, you know, that was a good pick. Eh, I didn't only win a couple I, of games. And I, I picked Virginia. What a, what a choke oh, job that was. Virginia. How bad was that? I mean. That's what the tournament's been about. Comebacks. How about Northern Iowa? Did you coach in that game? Northern yeah, Iowa? Yeah. Oh you know, my God. Yeah. The guy on the end line looked like you. <laughs> <laughs> and it's 12 point lead, 48 seconds to go for crying out loud. Mike, where are you going? Listen. I'm just trying to get to midnight. That's the only thing, you know. <laughs> After eight years, I'm just counting the minutes, folks. That's it. <laughs> they asked me when I want to do this again. I said, when hell freezes over. Okay. <laughs> Let's give them the second event. I think the Giants. Whoa, 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 whoa. first Super Bowl, not, not my San baseball. Francisco. No, Giants. no, the Giant football. I'm going to get. Have the, you noticed one thing? I'm getting that Giant baseball sometimes. Have you noticed? Dog was here. You saw that great bit. Oh, I'll never win. I'll never win. Woe is me. He leaves, he wins three championships in five years. And I can't scream to anybody for crying out loud. The only thing is, nobody knew that they won. <laughs> You're right about that. Here it is, I got years and years and years of Yankee baseball and a payroll and touring. Yeah, Yankee baseball. Man, I, Bernie Williams, oh, did Mike love Bernie, 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 Bernie. I got to put up with this for years. Pink Cadillacs, championship after championship, and the Giants finally win something. Win three. And I'm not serious for crying out loud. Oh, my God. But anyway, that giant Buffalo, that was a big deal for us. It was a year and a half in. Right. We traveled all over the country. Yep. We went to the Giants-Niners game with the feet game. We did. Game. On the way went, home. We took a red Cleveland. eye, and you freaked out on a plane in the middle of the night. Remember that? Not the first time. Uh, not the first time. Yeah, exactly. We got to, we went through Cleveland and landed in Tampa about five o'clock in the morning, and then you made one of the great predictions of all time. I'd never forget it. What'd I say? Buffalo 49, Giants 13. Yeah. <laughs> How'd that work so, out? <laughs> true story. I did. True story. I absolutely. Dog hated, he loved the Bills in that offense, because Dog oh. loves offense. So, that Friday, we have to give the predictions, and George Young was with us that Friday. The late, great George Young. Remember that, well, 505? Bill Parcells and Ron Earhart were preparing for the game on Saturday morning, and he said to me, what did that blankety-blank pick, meaning you, <laughs> and I told him, and he goes, 49 13 he goes, I would have killed myself on the sideline by 30. <laughs> yes, I did. I was so in love. We were watching that Buffalo-Oakland game at Candlestick Park because the Giants played the 49ers. And Buffalo scored 51 that day. They killed the Raiders. There was also no week off that year because of the war. Yep. We fly to Tampa. I'm set, Mike's at the 50-yard line. I'm behind the goalpost, by the way. But <laughs> not you. You're cheap. <laughs> but anyway... I was so convinced that there's no way Buffalo can lose this game and the Giants win the game, of course, 20-19. That was a big deal 
because we did that show at the Hyatt before yep. there was Radio Row. Yep. And how about all those Giant fans that came to the Hyatt that day? That was a great one. And then the Giants came back and had some great ones against the Pats, obviously, which is why Tom Coughlin's here tonight. I think something else that people forget about now, it's five years into our relationship, the spring of 94. Uh, we'll talk to Mess about it. Wow. Remember that? Yeah, think about how long ago it is, huh? It's I mean, you're talking a long time. And for, and for Nick fans, it's been a long, oh, long time. time. Long. 21 years. I got Alan here. Uh, I Alan, see Alan, long We're time. We're going to talk to Alan in a minute with that great Absolutely. shot with Van Gundy. But think about it. We had the Rangers go all the way when there's Phil Stanley Cup since 1940. And then we had the Knicks. Hey, Adam Graves is in the stands. Yes, in the he stand is. Still. Graves is remember, in the remember, remember the series where you wanted Adam Graves arrested? Oh, remember that? <laughs> because there were, that's another one. There, it's a good story. Against because he's slashing. Uh, that's right. Lemieux. Lemieux, yeah. Adam, in the 93, I think it was 92 or 93. 92. Against the Penguins. Graves got suspended three games because he slashed. Lemieux. Right. You wanted, Lemieux. you wanted him arrested. Oh, I wanted Adam Gray. I, you know, I was rooting for the Penguins, for crying out loud. You know that. Anyway, Adam got three games, and I wore a yellow sweater the next time Pittsburgh played the Rangers. A bright yellow, one of those Brooks Brothers sweaters. And I had been on the radio for, what, a week? Killing poor Adam. And I got destroyed by those blue cedars at Madison Square Garden that night. You remember that? Because I didn't think that I thought Adam Graves deserved to get suspended. Plus, the Rangers yeah. lost, which was another problem. I heard about it, but I, I never sat up there. So I don't know. <laughs> no, I know that. <laughs> you know me. But the Rangers and the, and the, and the Knicks. Hey, that, they run in 94. Many trips through Vancouver, Houston. Oh. We all know that. I, so I, that was a great year. Well, tell them about me wanting to root for the Rockets. What do you mean, game? you? You never rooted for... You know, I had a call yesterday. The guy has never rooted for a New York team for one day in his life. Not amazing. Now, you did 20 years in New York on the air and never once, not one never. time, oh, rooted for a New York no, team. Not one time. day. Not one day. And never. we were in Houston, and you said, I said, let's get game six and get out of here. No, 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 no. Nothing would be better than game seven. And we had to stick in Houston for three extra days waiting for game seven when Kenny Smith, who couldn't buy a shot for six games, made finally shots. made some shots in game seven. Remember the Knicks went down, and that was with the OJ thing, that series. Knicks go back to Houston, are up three games to two. Game six was a Sunday night. John Starks, the great John Starks. Where is John? John's here, too, John's right? here. John yeah. Starks. Yeah, Where's Johnny? Johnny took a Johnny took a three. Down two. Or maybe down one. That's what John came here to hear. This is what he came <laughs> yeah. here to hear. Well, I'm not gonna go to game seven. <laughs> <laughs> he took a three with about ten seconds to go with a chance to win a championship. Did not make it. And that means we had to stay in Houston an extra couple days. So what I wanted was the seventh game, Houston, Texas, and the Knicks won in the fourth quarter. What I got was the seventh game, and Houston won in the fourth quarter when the NBA changed. Oh, it was terrible. That was, yeah, that was a great strip, though. That it was. was. A great strip. It and was. then you insisted we'd be on the float for the Rangers with the Stanley Cup. I hadn't won any part of that. That was you. <laughs> you wanted to do radio on there. What are you we kidding? Did you, the... you always want to do remotes. I love the remotes. That's it. No oh, matter love... where, we could have gone to, you know, Timbuktu and done a remote. How about the time we did remotes at the Oak and Keister door? In, in, during a hurricane. Uh, during a hurricane. That's it. We did a remote. And they're dealing blackjack on the floor in the dining room. And it, it was funny. The wind was blowing. It was a hundred mile an hour winds. And we were doing a show from a uh, big conference room. And Mike said, dog, you see that catamaran? 
Yeah, I see it, Mike. Why don't you go sailing it for crying out loud? That was funny. That was funny, Mike. Laugh again, please. Uh, I thought I got rid of all this, folks, I'll tell you. But tonight, we have a great show for you. We thank everybody for their generosity, for coming. We'll get it all rolling, and we're going to do that in just a second here. Three hours. Now, tonight the show is on MSG. Tonight the show is on The Fan. Tonight the show is on Sirius. Sirius XM, Absolutely. And everybody, no booze, stop Don't it. Don't boo that it. great company, please. Come on. Stop it, stop it. We're all happy and, tonight. And we want to tell you how you can make a donation to the great charity, because that's why we're here. First of all, all net proceeds tonight from tonight's event will go to the Garden of Dreams Foundation that MSG does a terrific job with. Since it began in 2006, Garden of Dreams has brightened the lives of more than 275,000 children and their families. Now, fans, wherever you're watching, listening tonight, can text the word reunion, as in, should be one night reunion, uh, to 72727. Really? I thought it was coming back. What are you killing me for, for crying out loud? I'm getting ready to retire. You can come back all you want. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> to make a tax-deductible donation to the Garden of Dreams, the foundation works with 25 partner organizations throughout the area, including hospitals, wish organizations, community-based organizations to reach children who are facing challenges, homelessness, poverty, illnesses, foster care. They do a great job helping the kids, which is what it's all about tonight. We've already put over a million dollars in the bank, thanks to you, so uh, thank you. You deserve a big hand for that. And as we said, we got a busy show. We got questions that we will get to that people sent in through social media. We will get to those throughout the uh, festivities. And we have plenty of guests for you and a lot of other things as we will take you right up until 11 o'clock.